So someone stole your idea, your concept, or your show format? It's the dark side of podcasting. And in this week's Legit Podcast Pro, I'll fill you in on your rights and what you can do about it. Hello there and welcome. Hello and welcome to Legit Podcast Pro. I am Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer. Today we're talking, excuse me, today we're taking a look into one of the darker corners of the podcast business and legal world. That area is idea theft. But before I forget, just let me invite you to my free workshop, Business and Legal Fundamentals for Podcast Growth and Profit. I only do this workshop a few times a year. And you don't want to miss it if you're serious about podcasting and and about doing it the smart, safe, profitable way. So join me for the next workshop. It's coming up very soon. Register now at event.podcastlaw.net. And uh, now let's talk about this idea theft. It's become an increasingly common refrain that I'm hearing from podcasters and YouTubers, content creators who... uh, who've set up a show based on a, uh, uh, a terrific idea and then maybe they've been up and running for a little while or a long while or they've just started and they discover someone else is doing the same thing. You got a copycat, a knockoff artist, a charlatan confusing the market and siphoning off audience. It's frustrating as heck. And here are a couple of questions that I've seen recently that illustrate the point. Uh, Nina over in the podcraft community says, I'm sure that with all the podcasts out there that I'm not the only one this has happened to, but when it happens to you, then it feels like you're on your own. I've been slaving away for over a year, working 80 hour weeks to hold down my job and produce a podcast, which is pretty much everything to me. Well, this morning I tripped across a podcast while doing research for an app episode and discovered that someone has copycatted my show idea, theme, approach, interview style, intro, and concept. They've even stolen one of my episode titles. They haven't copied any artwork or music, so there's no copyright infringement, but everything else. It's like they've been mining my show for ideas, etc. What can I do? What should I do? I'm furious and, rightly or wrongly, concerned. I feel violated because my intellectual capital has been hijacked. And over on Facebook, Kelly wrote, There's a podcast slash YouTube channel that has copied pretty much my entire format and structure. They wouldn't get to me, that wouldn't get to me on its own, but they've currently got a harassment campaign against me. Review bombing, serious libel, etc., but it's really getting out of control lately. My show and my Patreon are still pretty new, so I only have eight patrons currently. Unfortunately, I have two new patrons that have no social media info listed or photos for themselves. I've just found out that one of them is this other podcaster in disguise. I know it because this podcaster is posting about stuff I share exclusively in the Patreon, right after I share it, after I post it. Wow, what a frustrating experience this can be. Well, let's dive in first to what the law can and can't do to protect you. Now, you probably noticed in Nina's statement that because they hadn't copied artwork or music, she said that there's no copyright infringement. Well, that is not an entirely true or complete statement. You see, copying doesn't just have to involve artwork or music. The actual text of your show description, the words contained in your content, even the structure and the ordering of your content or your show's format, if they're original enough, these things can be protected by copyright. 
And if someone creates something that is substantially similar to what you've created, then it could be copyright infringement. Substantially similar, that's the, that's the key to claims of, of copyright. But she is right that copyright law doesn't protect facts and ideas and concepts and themes and those kinds of things. Um, in the eyes of the law, as a famous justice once wrote, ideas are as free as the air. So if that's the case, what else is there? Well, look, plagiarism isn't, strictly speaking, illegal. That's the taking of the, of, the, of the stuff without actually directly copying. But it is immoral and unethical. And if someone has really, you know, has seen your stuff and lifted the idea, the concept, use your research and information to recreate the material for their own show or what have you, well, that's not okay. But honestly, again, there's not really that much that the law can do about that. Plagiarism is more of a term in academia than anything else. So you need to rely on other approaches. And I'll get to those in a few moments. But we also have to look at a couple of other legal principles. Trademark law and unfair competition. Trademarks are distinctive words, phrases, symbols, things that are used to identify the source of goods or services. So the title of your show, if it's distinctive, that is not descriptive or generic, can absolutely be protected so you don't wind up competing against other shows out there that have confusingly similar names. That's the legal standard in trademark infringement. Is there a likelihood of consumer confusion between the sources of the, of the different things bearing similar names? So trademarks can protect uh, your, the title of your show. It can also protect brands or segment titles within your show, or frameworks. That means if you come up with a specific approach to a particular problem or to thinking about a particular thing and you give it a distinctive name, a brand, then you, can, you can't stop others from using those facts and ideas, but you can protect against them calling them by the same name. Framework brands are things that often use words like method or system or strategy in the name. So protection for trademarks comes from actually using them in commerce. So just adopt them and use them. And for the ones that stick and that you use over and over again, it probably does make sense to register for full trademark protection. That's too complicated to get into here uh, and exactly what is involved in that. But reach out to me and let me know and I'll happily share. Now, unfair competition is very similar to trademark. It's about protecting consumers against confusing or misleading information out in the marketplace. So false designations of origin or falsely claiming something that belongs to someone else's your creation. Those things could be unfair competition. And that can also be the basis for legal recourse in some situations. And then finally, we need to look at how contracts can protect against this kind of problem. Kelly expressed her concerns that some material that she released only to her Patreon supporters as is finding its way into other public arenas. But if you have a contract with your customers that specifically outlines what they're allowed to do with the things you deliver to them, well, then you might have the basis for a claim there. We're talking about a confidentiality or a non-disclosure agreement, and it is perfect, or a license agreement, actually, and it is perfectly reasonable to require people to agree to those kinds of terms before you give them valuable proprietary stuff. But ultimately, the law isn't going to be able to do much about someone in the general public who just gets inspired to do a show on the same topic as yours, even if they do follow the same basic structure, unless it's real direct copying of your content. In fact, sometimes 
good ideas do just sort of find their time. And we see multiple folks take talking about the same subject matter in similar ways at similar places and times in, in, in our lives. So what can you do if you find that someone has copied the amazing idea or concept or show format that you have developed? Well, let's go back to the slides for a second here. First, protect your intellectual property. Make sure to register your podcast name and any other intellectual property associated with your show with the appropriate government agency. This can help you establish your ownership and protect your rights. You could contact the other podcaster and talk about it. Whether you've got things fully registered and protected or not, it makes sense to reach out to the other podcaster and discuss the issue. It's possible that the other podcaster wasn't aware that they were copying your idea, and they might be willing to make changes to the show to avoid infringement. Or it might even lead to a mutually beneficial relationship. I actually know of a couple of folks who've been in this kind of situation, and they've ended up guesting on each other's shows and doing feed drops and cross-promoting and and uh, co-hosting things, speaking on panels together, all that kind of stuff. So the potential is there if you're willing to look for an upside. But if it is a real contentious situation and they're just thumbing their nose at you and being pretty blatant about what they're doing, well, then you should consider legal action. If the other podcaster is unwilling to make changes or if the infringement is serious, then legal action could be necessary. And a lawyer could advise you on your options and help you determine your best course of action. But even if you don't decide to invoke the nuclear option of a lawsuit, it might be very satisfying and helpful to call out the unethical behavior. Just be careful about this. You're really walking a tightrope because you don't want to come across as bitter or spiteful and you don't want to engage in a lot of back and forth. And you have to be really careful about being truthful with what you say. Keep it to the provable facts and make sure your expressions of opinion are clearly identified as such. You don't want to find yourself on the receiving end with them suing you. So even if you do decide to go this way, it might make sense to talk to a lawyer first. But most of the time, it is wiser to just focus on your own content. Yeah, it can be frustrating to see someone else copying your work. And it's important to remember that you have the ability to create unique, original content. So focus on improving your own show and building a strong audience base. After all, there is plenty of room for everyone out there in the marketplace to present their take on things. Your audience tunes in for you, not just the subject matter you're talking about. And really, isn't life too short to dwell on all those little insults that come your way, right? So bottom line, while it is important to take action to protect your intellectual property and ensure that your rights are respected, it is also important to approach the situation calmly and professionally in order to find the best possible resolution. So that is it. This is uh, uh, a lot to digest, I know, but I'm, uh, I'm hoping that you'll take what I said to heart. And uh, uh, that's it. I'm going to be back with you again in about a week. Uh, this is Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer, and you've been listening to Legit Podcast Pro. I'll see you again really soon.